Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with me, and I'm in a AMC parking lot after watching a movie, and I'm just kind of giving you guys a download on the last few days uh, since I left for my big um, trip across the United States in, in my Honda Element. And uh, just kind of letting you know my emotional process with it. And, uh, you know, I, th- I threw in some nuggets in there for you guys to, uh, to uh, you know, ingest. Hope you enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy. I am sitting in a parking lot behind the AMC. I went and I saw a movie by, I forget the director's name. He did like Life Aquatic and uh, the Darjeeling Limited and and some of those movies. And it was a really, it was like a colorful movie, but I fell asleep during it. I wasn't like... You know, like his cinematography and the fact that he's like really, really deeply connected to like mid-century modern uh, in this film was was really interesting and stuff like that. And it had some really good dialogue, but it just I just got lost in the this uh, ADHD scene change thing the whole show and eventually fell asleep um but a couple days ago um i on the 30th i left uh, port angeles the city that i've been living in for the last almost four years um in december it would be four years to the date um and i left the house that i've been living in for the last two years where the cat died you know, a, a few weeks ago, um, it was very, very, probably one of the worst pet deaths I've ever experienced. Um, and uh, part of that was because, uh, as I said in another podcast, I lived with, you know, my, my ex-girlfriend, whom, you know, I, I make no uh, reservations about. I still love deeply and dearly, uh, not in an intimate way. Um, and in more of a family uh, type way. Uh, and part of the reason why I realized, you know, why it was so hard to leave there and that I loved her so much, even though I just don't have this ex- extreme romantic, uh, you know, passionate connection with her anymore is because... Uh, you know, I realized she was one of the most trustworthy people I've ever met in my entire life. And, um, that, you know, she always was very warm-hearted and loving and kind. And, you know, animals loved and adored her. And she loved and adored animals. And I think that that particular type of um, quality is, is uh, I don't want to say it's rare because a lot of people love their pets, but I think some people just have a extremely deep connection to the animal kingdom. And, um, and she's one of those people. I feel like I'm one of those people. And um, that, uh, you know, we honor and cherish animals and respect animals as much as we, 
you know, do humans and we don't look at them as less than and, you know, a lot of human beings, you know, the way I, you know, even people that love their pets or, you know, whatever, a lot of times they feel like they feel like their, their animals are here to serve them. And, you know, that's a bunch of religious bullshit people can fall for and stuff like that. Again, um, I also make no reservations about the way I feel about religious programming. I don't have anything personal against religions or, uh, you know, people's Bibles or practices or anything like that. But I've said before, the the one thing that annoys me about uh, the, the religious indoctrination is that I feel like, as well with politics and science and other, you know, just things human beings throw logic and common sense out of the window for ideals and parroted uh you know beliefs and things like that and it's that's very annoying to me and it's 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 it just really gets under my skin but uh yeah i feel like animals are you know they i don't look at them as less than human beings man um and uh, the fact that when it comes to my pets, I can just be my wild and crazy silly self for them and put on performances and tease them and love them in 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 ways I don't feel like I can do for, for most humans around me um, makes me love and appreciate them even more. And um, I was saying to somebody... You know, I didn't realize this massive presence that this small cat had in this house until she was gone and that presence was taken away and just how haunting the house felt and how empty the house felt with her gone. Like this little creature had such an amazing presence in that house and... um you know, Ashley felt the same way. My ex, Ashley, felt the same way that um, she, we were just crushed. And um, and being that I had to be there for Ashley and that, you know, we shared that experience together of the cat, you know, dying basically in our hands with us trying to give her mouth to mouth and all this, you know, it made it even harder for me because... I was leaving and and I know Ashley loved me and loved the fact that I was around and she felt safe to have me in the house and knew that I would have her back and um, and the fact that the cat died, she knew that she was going to be alone and it, it made it literally almost impossible for me to leave at a certain point. I want to say up till about a week and a half before I left, I was pretty sure I was going to stay I did wind up staying an extra couple weeks, um, but I was pretty sure I was going to stay even longer than that, and um, it wound up being that, uh, no, it was time, and um, it was hard to leave, um, and a lot, you know, my family and friends and people that are going, well, you know, why don't you stay with her and this and that, and it's like, I would, but... I, I just, I don't feel like I meet the um, the energetic connection for her. Uh, I, I don't, I, you know, I'm a lot faster paced. She's a lot slower moving. 
I also am a lot more passionate and physical and freaky. Let's just be real here. I'm a little bit more of a freak. Uh, if, if you guys hear the shit that I talk about, how wild and crazy my mind works, uh, you could see that you know, I'm probably open-minded in that area. And uh, I, she's a lot more uh, innocent and you know, not as, as uh, passionate about the same things that I am. Also, I'm really into health and diet and fitness and exercise. And she's just not. She's more into, uh, you know, reading and and snacks and foods and, and pastries and things that, like, I feel like a lot of times aren't good for my health. Um, and we just have a different trajectory. The one thing that um, we met on very evenly was, uh, you know, we didn't separate because of a lack of love we loved the fuck up to the point where i left you know we spent you know the night before crying and and then the morning of crying you know we we were together for almost four years this was one of the longest relationships i ever had uh well we broke up in january but still it was one of the longest relationships i had and i i don't let a lot of people i, I can be communicative and i can share you know things with you guys but but the bottom line is is I don't let a lot of people into my circle and and get super close to me. She, and uh, she was one of those people, and to the point where, um, you know, about six months ago, I realized she's one of the most trustworthy people I know. I I, I know that that. Uh, she would give as much for human beings and animals and those that she loved as I would. And I don't, you know, with a lot of the dark shit that I study, I just, there's just so many pieces of shit on this planet. I don't think the number of pieces of shit outweigh the good people. I, I think there's actually, it's it's more like 60-40. There's more like, you know, 40% pieces of shit and 60% good people. I think the balance is tilted a little bit more to the good um, I could be wrong. This could just be straight Midgard, Middle Earth, planet, duality. But I tend to think because I don't feel like my life is balanced, positive and negative. I feel like, uh, I feel like 60% of my life is good, you know? And, and then there's the 40% of, oh, my bones are achy or, or I'm depressed or I'm angry or I can't stay focused or or I'm hurting or whatever, but for the most part, I feel like people are good, and, um, you know, I just, but I do think it's a very rare quality to find, you know, certain people that you know will do anything for the ones that they love, and I feel like she's one of those people, and she proved it time and time again, and it's it's really hard to leave a warm, uh, loving, kind, um, individual that, uh, you know, st stuck with you and, uh, even though you pissed her off or hurt her feelings, uh, she didn't judge you in the end and she still kept the love and still wanted to talk to me at the end of the day and, and talk to me and treat me, uh, in a way outside of romance, like we were still together and, you know, uh, and, um, you know, it's, it was, it's, and it's still, it's hard. It's, it still hurts, um, to, uh, 
you know. And 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 her and I have both had some flings, you know, since uh, we broke up. And um, it's just uh, when when you when you uh, when I'm realistic with myself, uh, I'm like, yeah, sure, we could get married, and I'll spend the rest of my life, um, you know, uh, intimately unfulfilled, and and in some ways mentally. Uh, unfulfilled and as 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 well as as physically because you know she doesn't want to really work out with me or anything like that um and she'll be unfulfilled in the sense that you know she feels like I talk over her that uh, I'm a little hyper sometimes um and that I don't read her the way that she's able to read me which again like I uh I feel like I have a lot of strong qualities and I feel like I'm a really dynamic and um in a lot of ways really fucking incredible individual i'm just gonna be fucking blunt and straight out about it um but i also know i have flaws and shortcomings and things that i have to constantly work on every day and um you know uh i just at the end of it don't want us to uh you know and i know you're never gonna have a perfect relationship you know you see people that have been together for 20 years and stuff but i i i have with a lot of my clients talked to a lot of my clients and a lot of them that have been in relationships for really long periods of time have said things like that they still had really good love lives or that they you know their love life has only gotten better over the years or you know you know yeah they have their problems but they wouldn't trade it for the world and and, um, you know, I don't know. I just feel like none of my relationships have ended the same way or, you know, I feel like I attract a couple of similar type of women, but, um, character types, uh, archetypal women, but, uh, it never ends the same and it's always... It's always very painful for me um and it's really weird because a lot of times i don't want to say i can keep people on a superficial level because i really don't i don't know how to be superficial like uh, i'm a deep talker and a deep thinker and and want to uh engage with people um in ways only because i know that in the in the deep deeper parts of these human waters is the transformation and and the and the revealing and the uncovering of of uh, the darkness, which we could shine the light on to um, bring out our higher potential and higher selves for the rest of the world around us, which will be will become a chain reaction. It literally will. Um, just like right now, you know, you have everybody in this mask craze. Everybody's got to wear the masks. You know, that is like a chain reaction. Now it's like there's it's a mask craze everywhere. But make no mistake about it if if specific areas started pushing back and and a lot of areas have and in those areas most people don't wear masks uh, but if you go to like big cities um you know it's like mask city everybody's virtue signaling they're all pushing the vaccine and and um yeah man and uh i uh i'm trying not to be judgmental about the vaccine it's like i've said several times uh i don't want to remove people's free will or or personal choice which i legitimately don't 
Um, I, I wouldn't vaccinate uh, an entire population. And if I did, they would be vaccines that were really going to help people. And they probably wouldn't even be vaccines. They'd probably be more like, uh, you know, IVs or, 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 or you know, vitamin booster shots or something like that. Not this bullshit, toxic shit that they're putting into people. But um, also, uh, I don't want to take people's free will away. And if this is what they want to do to feel safe, because I feel like a lot of people are afraid and, and fear is also a very powerful virus and energy. And uh, we can get lost in that fear and it can affect us in extremely negative ways. And, and it can fuck people up. And if if these vaccines make people feel safe and, oh, yeah, it's, it's all good. You know, who am I to stop them? It just, uh, I feel like there's variables with these vaccines in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, I'm worried about a lot of the people that I love that, that chose to get them and not listen to me. And uh, I guess after talking about a lot of things that I've, talked about particularly the last 10 years that I've shared on social media or with my family or whatever um really avidly the last decade um it it shouldn't surprise me that people continually choose the words of individuals on television over their loved one or somebody who genuinely cares about them they'd rather listen to you know uh Sean Hannity or fucking Don Lemon or ABC or Dr. Fuck All Fauci and take their words over myself, somebody that cares about them. And uh, it still surprises me to this day. It still blows me away. It's like, you know, like, why wouldn't these people listen to me? But it's that's just the way it goes, man. And some of the closest people to me, you know, they chose. That's what they chose to do. And... uh I'm trying not to be judgmental about it because I can't control it. And I'm also on this new journey, uh, you know, that was very hard to, uh, you know, after the cat died, literally for a week straight, I I couldn't do anything towards this journey. I I was stuck um, just doing chores around the house and making the house you know, nicer and warmer because the the vibe was just so low. Um, and, and also doing a lot of tasks, you know, to prepare the house for Ashley for when I leave things that I don't feel like she would, you know, be, you know, she's not going to want to go out and chop firewood with a six pound ax. You know what I mean? So, and I, there was a ton of firewood. She's not going to want to lug massive, you know, um, totes of firewood into the house back and forth back and forth like you know 50 times like I did so I I chopped firewood and I stacked it for her and and um you know I I I did I I built a a kitty um grave in the backyard in the middle of the garden and um you know I I just and I stayed busy on actually on the kitty grave for days and put up bird feeders and hummingbird feeders and and threw out bird seed and bird food every day You're out into the graves. So the birds were hopping around. That, that life energy was on her grave and seeing her and her decom- decomposition process um, into the earth. Um, and, uh, you know, I just... I couldn't do anything outside of taking care of the house or, um, 
you know, doing things for Ashley that I felt like um, would help her when I left or or whatever. And uh, finally, after about a week or so of and and then you know, in between all those tasks, I was a zombie. My mind wasn't operating right. My heart was heavy. You know, I had my throat, you know, that lump in the back of the throat and felt like I wanted to cry, but I couldn't. And, uh, you know, just stranded in just low energy. And then I remember waking up one or it was a night I had I had worked out or something. I made myself go to kickboxing and on the sauna and was like, okay, cool, dude. You've spent like the last seven or eight days not really doing anything for your trip time to fucking get ready for your trip and so the next day i woke up and i just started you know hammering it out and i spent the last you know eight or nine days really on the ball with that and um uh you know when i left from la to hawaii it was hard in the sense that i had accumulated a lot of things and i was leaving the 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 most massive social network my whole family was there you know friends from 30 years 15 years 10 years tons of clients new clients you know the steady stream of income which you know i i basically left in port angeles as well i didn't have a massive network of friends there i did have a small reliable network of friends there i did have a um a decent sized network of clientele there but i didn't have any family i had ashley and the kitty were my family and then i have i had a good friend gina uh there too that i would hang out with that uh you know she's was you know like my my family there too you know um but, you know, uh, I had never done, like, I mean, yeah, I moved to San Luis Obispo, like, 20 years ago for, like, a year. And that was awesome. Um, I just wanted to leave town, though. I was like, leave it. It's always on the tail end of a relationship. Hawaii, though, believe it or not, when I moved to Hawaii, it wasn't on the tail end of a relationship. It was, like, an epiphany. And I just had this opportunity, and I was going to do it. I, before I moved to Hawaii, I was single, and I was out there mingling. Um, but San Luis Obispo was on the tail end of a relationship and, uh, that was, um, I don't know. That was just, I did, I just didn't want to see the same streets and be caught up in those memories and stuff like that. And of course, you know, you run away, you're still stuck with yourself and the mentality and the heartache and all that shit. Uh, I was really broken hearted over Jenny, you know, 20 years ago. Shit. What was that? I was like 25, 26, I think 26. Um, and, uh, but Hawaii was like closing down, you know, my little private studio and, and saying goodbye to my friends. And it was hard in that sense, kind of, but I was so excited to leave LA and just go live on this beautiful fucking island of Kauai that I was just pumped. And I was just like, you know, slamming it out, moving and moving, you know, and going and going and painting the house and doing this and moving. And, um, I was excited to leave LA and 
I gotta be honest, like, I can't say that, um, to leave, you know, a few months back, I was excited to do this, you know, this trip, uh, I'm in Southern Washington now, um, but, um, I was, uh, I just, you know, in the last month, it just became like, you know, heartbreaking and, um, scary, you know, like I felt like, uh, so connected to the house and to Ashley and the cat and, and even to like my, my, um, my Muay Thai gym and, and, and boxing and, and, uh, you know, the, the, the small group of friends that I did have. And, you know, by the time I closed up my shop, I was ready. I was, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't as excited about going in there all the time and, and tattooing and, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I just felt like it was ready, um, for that particular move but um yeah the last um last week and a half man was really really hard it was uh just feeling so sad and you know and I know I was feeling a lot of Ashley's sadness that I was leaving too and and I'm still feeling it and um but also fear it's like you know, with the state of the world right now and, you know, the last time I did this before I lived in Port Angeles, you know, I did it for 15 months. I traveled all over and I tattooed in all these different states. You know, I had a gym membership. I'd stop and I'd take showers in the gym. Like, I've got to do some research, but as far as I know, a lot of gyms, they're not letting you shower there anymore. So, um, you know, there's that. And so, so I've like, I've upped the fucking, uh, the the uh the items of dude wipes i just have a bunch of dude wipes i'm not I haven't used them yet like because you know i showered at my friends this morning but um i just feel like um sorry there's people outside my car oh, i'm doing this in the car right now uh i just uh I don't know. It's just scary, man. Like I just the state of the economy, um, inflation going up. These all these arbitrary bullshit rules, the 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 supply chain crisis, simulated crisis, um, all the bullshit they're doing. The, you know the hospitals refusing to treat people that aren't vaccinated and shit like that. Um, and uh, knowing that um, all this is happening and. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, and even tattoo shops, like, you know, a lot of shops aren't going to want to, like, let me work there or, the, you know, maybe their business went down or, you know, maybe they, maybe they don't like, you know, maybe they've heard my fucking podcast. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. Like, so, some people just don't vibe with me. They don't like my perspective and that's cool, whatever. Like, you know, you trust the government and pop culture and mainstream and all this shit awesome i don't want to judge you but like you're probably not going to be my vibe like i don't i'm not brainwashed by this system i don't trust the system i don't trust the fucking matrix the movie was made for a reason and it's like legitimately man there's there's 
a massive amount of people in our society that literally they cannot break free from the matrix. And those type of people, a lot of times just don't like me. And um, they don't like the things that I talk about. They don't want to hear it. And I get it. You know, it's because if you admit, you know, that this is a lie or that's a lie, how much other bullshit in your life was a lie? You know, how, how much of your life was a fucking lie? How much, how much of what you were fed was an illusion? The one thing that I can say about a lot of this shit that like, when we look back after awakening, um, and we're in a process of awakening, we're not like completely awakened. We won't be awakened till that fucking nail hits the coffin, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, we, we may get super high up. We may be able to live somewhere between the spirit world and the physical world before we die. But uh, the true awakening will be when that nail hits that coffin. Um, and um, or God willing, we get buried underneath a tree. Um, but uh, a lot of people, they can't wake up. They're stuck. And But the one thing I can say about the awakening thing is, is, yeah, a lot of the things in our life, in our society was a lie. But I'll tell you what wasn't. A lot of the emotions and and a lot of the memories weren't a lie. Like, you know, we can still hold a lot of that stuff dear in our lives and um, not just look upon everything like it was a fucking lie. You know what I mean? It's, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I, I just try, I'm trying to keep like a healthier perspective with a lot of things too. Like as much as I know there's so much bullshit going on. Um, I also have to remember a lot of this wasn't a lie on a situational level you know what I mean like there's a lot of things that I would change and there's a lot of things that I would sacrifice to make this a better healthier world but in the same token I'm not gonna look back on my memories and and the good times and the joy um as lies you know what I mean like even when I was drunk and partying and doing drugs and boozing and whoring you know I those were great times. You know what I mean? I had a lot of good times. I don't do that shit anymore, but hey, I enjoyed a lot of that stuff when I was doing it. Um, but yeah, I understand why it's hard to awaken from, from this, uh, this slumber, man. It's, you know, we're, we're going to be, you're going to be stuck doing deep work. It's not easy. You're going to be stuck facing things that, ouch, you know what I mean? So, yeah, anyways, I don't know, this uh, legitimately just started this journey two days ago and it's, uh, it's been good so far. We did a, a Halloween tattoo special at a friend of mine's shop. I'm not going to plug them because my friend is an international man of mystery um, or woman of mystery. As I said, they're mysterious. Um, and uh, that was good. I, I made probably a thousand bucks that night. And... Um, 
you know, I had a, had a good time doing it, but I'm not going to lie, dude. I, I do have a heavy heart in a lot of way. Like it, it, it hurts, uh, to try something new and I, and it's nerve wracking being on this road. It's like, I like everything that I own and, 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 uh, possess is with me and you know, fucking crime is up. Motherfuckers are breaking into cars, you know? Uh, I also have some artillery on me, um, that I hope won't get me in trouble. Uh, and, um, yeah, man, freaking, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, it's, it's, uh, and, and thinking back about the cat and Ashley or Ashley and the cat, um, that hurts too. And, um. You know, I don't, I've always been the type of person to be very solemn for months. I mean, there's been times where I've thought about someone for over a year in, in, in painful memory, you know, hurting over this person, knowing that I had no other choice but to leave. And I feel like for this particular journey, um, it just was time. It was like the same rhythm over and over and over and over and over this consistent pattern, which a lot of people, they, they want that. And I get it. And I understand that. And that's the dynamic that people have with their surroundings. Um, and I can have that dynamic and I can maintain it well and I can kill the game and that dynamic. But, you know, as the saying goes, most men live lives of quiet desperation most men live lives of quiet desperation. And I don't want to be that man. I don't want to be, you know, the guy looking back later in life, like, man, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have tried. And I wish I would have risked this. And I wish I would have risked that. And um, in the scheme of things, I feel like with the state of the planet right now, you know, a lot of the stuff that we've grown so accustomed to and even our family members we're gonna lose a lot of this stuff dude in, in the not so distant future and so this is also like an exercise in like hey bro like you know we don't own anything on this planet not even our our meat suit we don't even own our bodies man this shit is on rent and so you know we don't own people, we don't own animals, we don't own none of that stuff. We, we don't own our cars. It's all on rent. Everything can be taken in the blink of an eye. And um, so this is just another exercise in, in uh, and being aware of that. And, 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 and it's like, you know, Jeremy, if you're not going to do it, uh, you know, my, 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 my other internal self is like, I'm going to make you do it. I'm going to make you face this uncomfortable feeling because, you know, growth always comes from uh, the challenges. And, and I don't know, man, like a lot of people that go, yeah, real hard, travel across the country, tattooing and visiting people. And they, I don't know, man, I don't I'm not as you know, I'm, I'm 40 years older now. Uh, granted, my setup is a lot more comfortable than it was four years ago. Uh, but it's just, I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, this, this time it's a lot more nerve wracking and scary. I left so much, my, my, my business, my home, my, you know, I didn't own the home, but, um, and, uh, my routine and, uh, 
know. I'm rambling. Anyways, guys, uh, I'm going to try and get some guests on here in the future. I haven't been doing a lot of that lately. I've just been basically being the one-man show um, because I've been recording on um, Anchor. I, I, I've, I've been... Um, I've changed up the way that I've been doing my podcast, so it's a little... Um, a little different now but um yeah uh i'm gonna i'm gonna get some more um people in the podcast i'm gonna actually try and go visit some friends that i've had on the podcast before and uh see about uh you know doing like live shows in their states and stuff um but um yeah man i hope this episode wasn't too boring um and uh you know, you guys uh, can feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Esoteric Gladiator Podcast or at Jeremy Lipsy on Facebook um, with ideas about shows or guests or or, or anything like that. Um, and um, I will pr- try to provide, um, you know, whatever subject matter you, you give me um, a, a good lecture on that stuff. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, love, healing, and truth, mind, body, spirit.